Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1169, Saving for Long-Term Goals. How to Make Progress Even with Boring Goals by Alexa Mason with thecollegeinvestor.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host and narrator of the show. I'm here every single day reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And I'm gonna keep this Friday intro nice and short for you. So let's get right to it as we start optimizing your life. Saving for Long-Term Goals, How to Make Progress Even with Boring Goals by Alexa Mason with thecollegeinvestor.com. Long-term goals seem so daunting, don't they? When you're starting from zero, paying off $30,000 in debt, or if you're saving $500,000 for retirement, it can seem downright impossible. And not only that, but some long-term goals, like saving for retirement or your child's college education, are just boring. Tell me I'm not the only one who feels this way. These goals are important, yes, but unless you're fast-tracking your way to an early retirement, putting smaller amounts of money back doesn't leave that feeling of excitement. This lack of motivation and feeling of overwhelm is probably why it's so hard to gain momentum. However, if you're aware of the reasons why you have a hard time accomplishing these types of goals and need some extra motivation, I think these tips will help. You can't do everything all at once. Prioritize. While there are so many goals I'd love to pursue, the truth is, I can't do everything, and I'm sure you can't either. You need to work with the budget you have, stop comparing your situation to that of others, and figure out what goals are going to benefit your life the most. I personally despise debt. Truth be told, I hate all types of monthly payments and secretly wish I could pay my utility bills a year at a time. The only debt I have is mortgage, and that mortgage really bothers me. My mortgage is my biggest expense, and without it, I would be able to live on a very nominal amount of money, which makes paying off the mortgage a big goal for me. Not having a mortgage will bring me a bigger sense of financial stability than having an extra $100,000 in a retirement account would. That might not be the same case for you, and that's perfectly fine. With the exception of building an emergency fund and paying off consumer debt, ditch any preconceived notions on what you should be doing, and by all means, forget what other people are doing. Think long and hard about what would make your life better. What's going to move you closer to financial stability for your unique situation? We all live different lives, so normal cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all advice doesn't really work. You're the only person who truly knows what will make your life better. Once you figure out the things that you need to do, prioritize. You're not going to be able to tackle every single thing you'd like to do all at once, and neither am I, so pick the most important. Break your long-term goals into short-term goals. One of the reasons it's hard to stay focused on long-term goals is that they're usually so big that it doesn't feel like you're making a dent in them. Throwing an extra $200 a month at $30,000 of debt feels like you're throwing a pebble into an ocean, right? So stop looking at it that way. Instead of focusing on that entire number, focus on what you can do this year, this quarter, or this month. I had to use this method for my goal of mortgage payoff. 
Putting $10,000 on a $110,000 mortgage seemed like nothing, even though $10,000 is a big amount of money to me. Instead, I had to reframe my goal. My goal turned into putting an extra $20,000 on my mortgage in 2016, which is a stretch, by the way. Now, when I pay an extra $10,000, I'm halfway to my goal for the year, and that's exciting. Reframe all of your big goals into goals for the upcoming year. Don't look at the huge number. Look at what you can do to reach your yearly goal. That will keep you so much more motivated and excited about the progress you're making. Automate what you can, especially non-exciting goals. I've already mentioned that saving for retirement and for my kids' college education doesn't really excite me. It's something I know I need to do and that I absolutely want to do, but it's not a goal that keeps me up at night. When it comes to these goals, my willpower is pretty low, so I automate them. These goals come off the top of my budget. I don't have to think about them. To get to this point, I simply figured out what I wanted to put into a retirement account each month and what I could realistically pull off. I then had it set up to automatically be taken from my bank account each month. I use Betterment for retirement savings. After that, I set up a small amount, $50 a month, to go into each of my girls' college savings account. If you're like me and have goals that you really want to make progress on but just aren't lighting a fire underneath you, then you need to automate them. It's better to have them running in the background than to not get started on them at all. Do what you can. There are so many different places where you can start retirement accounts with as little as $10 a month. Figure out what you can do and then do it. And by the way, if you have a retirement account at work, it's probably best to meet with HR and see what you can do there. Continually monitor your progress. If you're really committed to making progress on those long-term goals this year, you need to continually monitor your progress. Check in on your balances, go over your budget, and keep funneling small amounts of money towards your goals whenever possible. If you don't make a habit of monitoring your progress, it won't be long before you completely forget about your goals. Here's exactly what I do. To give you a sense of how all this works for me, here's what I do. My three main long-term savings goals are one, paying off my mortgage in eight years or less, two, saving for retirement, and three, saving for my kids' college education. Paying off my mortgage. For 2016, my goal is to pay an extra $20,000 in principal on my mortgage. This goal is a stretch, but should be doable if I really work at it. I'm also looking at whether it makes sense to refinance my mortgage to save money. Retirement. My retirement contributions are automated, although the contributions still need to be raised. Every two months, I'll up the contributions by $20, and by October, I'll be at my goal. Since I've opened my retirement account, I've gone in every few months and slowly upped my contributions by an additional $20 to $30 a month as I saw fit. This has worked really well for me, and I obviously plan to stick with this method. College savings. I save $50 a month each for my two daughters' college education. Unless something changes, I'll probably just leave this where it's at for now. Make saving for long-term goals work for you. If you have trouble sticking with long-term savings goals, the single best thing you can do is break that goal down into smaller goals. By reframing your goals into smaller amounts and shorter time periods, you'll benefit from the sense of satisfaction that comes with making progress toward the things that will really benefit you and your family. You just listened to the post titled Saving for Long-Term Goals, How to Make Progress Even with Boring Goals by Alexa Mason with thecollegeinvestor.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. 
Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And that is another episode of Optimal Finance Daily in the Books. I thank you so much for your support and for listening every day. It is all thanks to you and our authors for helping us get here. So have a great start to your weekend, and I will be back with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.